Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. You guys, it is Wednesday. Today is Wednesday, the 10th of November, and you have found me at my little corner of the internet. Today, we're going to talk about why we need to be always in the pursuit of holiness, and I'm going to catch you up on some of the day's headlines. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Okay, guys, a lot of us are talking about Christmas gifts early this year, and you know that I am totally committed to helping you support companies that are standing for freedom, right? Well, at the top of my list is, you guessed it, MyPillow. You've all helped build MyPillow into an amazing company, and now I'm partnering with them just in time for Christmas. Mike Lindell has an amazing offer for listeners of the Heidi St. John podcast on his standard MyPillows. You will receive a standard MyPillow regularly priced at $69.98 for only $19.98. You will also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products such as MyPillow towels, the mattress topper, my slippers, and so much more. You can get up to 66% off your order. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square to receive Mike's standard MyPillow for just $19.98 or call one 800 447 0541 and use promo code Heidi. My pillow is made in the USA, comes with a 10-year warranty so you know it's going to last and a 60-day money back guarantee so you got nothing to lose. It's time to start getting the quality sleep we not only want but we need. Go to mypillow.com or call 1-800-447-0541 and use promo code Heidi, that's H E I D I to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his standard my pillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code Heidi, or call 1-800-447-0541. Well, I'm glad you guys are here. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's always such a privilege to hear from you. Thank you so much for your letters and your cards of encouragement. And in fact, I just have to tell you, uh, from the Levine family, we just got some maple syrup for Christmas. And uh, it's my favorite. This is my favorite time of year here at the podcast because I'm starting to hear from lots of you. I got a really, really sweet letter from a little girl, an 11 year old girl named Peyton. So, Peyton, if you're listening to this, I love your letter. I'm just going to read you guys the first couple of lines from it because it was just so cute. And she's got really good handwriting, too. So, good job, Mama. She said, Dear Mrs. St. John, I am writing to tell you that my mom listens to your podcast all the time. Sometimes I listen in and I think that you are very wise and kind. I also heard that you are running for Congress. I would vote for you, but I am too young. I'm 11 years old and I live in Texas. So these are the kinds of things that just make my heart absolutely sing. This is a great time of year for you guys to send cards and letters to the Homeschool Resource Center. You're going to start hearing me talk about this a little bit more. We appreciate your support of the nonprofit as the year draws to a close. If the Lord has blessed you and you can turn around and bless us, we would be thankful. We're using those funds to start homeschool resource centers just like this one all over the United States. Uh, That has been a huge heartbeat for myself and my husband and the entire staff here at Firmly Planted Family. So uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. You can reach out to us by sending us your cards and letters and your support to 11100 Northeast 34th Circle, Vancouver, Washington, 986. 
888-888-8582. You guys know that I just finished a book for Tyndale. I'm really excited about it. It is the Mom Strong One Year Devotional. It comes out next year in the summertime. And I can't wait for you guys to get your hands on it. It took me about two years to complete this project. And I'm really excited about it. And I wanted to just read one of the uh, devotionals because I've been thinking a lot about holiness lately. And you guys know I'm very concerned with where the church is going. It's like we decided to be, you know, welcoming to the world, which is that's what we're supposed to do. But then we forgot Jesus said that we are in the world, but we're not of the world. And instead of just being welcoming, we decided to marry the world. And we're struggling right now. And like most authors, I spend quite a bit of time studying words. You guys have heard me talk about this before, the cultural Marxism that's in our country right now, this attempt to um, upend the culture by upending the language. So anytime someone says, you know, my name is so-and-so and and my pronouns are, I I don't want to know your pronouns because I'm already familiar with the English language. So if I look at you and you are a man, I'm going to deduce that your pronouns are him, his, et cetera, it's he, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? And this is a kind of a takeover of the language. Well, in recent years, we've seen the language change dramatically. We've seen reckless attempts by social activists to redefine gender. Why? They want to get rid of the terms of male and female. They want to rid us of these societal norms. And we've seen a shift away from kindness in our everyday language. And it's given a, a way to divisive speech that threatens to tear us apart even inside the church. And uh, speaking of the church, in the past several years, I've grown more and more concerned about the state of God's people, particularly as it relates to something that God calls holiness. So I looked up the word, of course, and according to the dictionary, holiness is the state of being sinless, purity of moral character, freedom from all forms of evil. Well, the dictionary just described God, right? Because I can't relate to that definition at all. And thank goodness that's not what the Bible means when it calls Christians to live a life of holiness. You see, you guys, God's not looking for our state of being sinless because he knows that we could never attain such a thing on this earth. Instead, the Greek word that is used for holiness means simply this, we are to be a set apart people. It means that we are not to be like the world that we live in. Rather, we're to be different. Just the way God is different, truly, there is no one else like the Lord. So Peyton, if you're still listening, that's a really good thing for you to remember today. There's no one like the Lord and God wants us to live a set apart life. We're supposed to be different. And as I'm sitting here in the studio today, The church in Western culture really is at a crossroad, and we've been here for some time, really, uh, like an old Ford pickup truck out in the middle of Missouri. You know, we're paused on a four-way stop on a dirt road, scratching our heads, waiting for ways to tell us which way to go. Should we turn right? Should we turn left? Should we go straight? It seems like we don't know what to do, but we should. And from the very beginning, God has been clear about what he expects of his people. He expects holiness. He expects us to be different. Our relationships should be different. What we watch on television should be different. The music we listen to, the way that we look at sin, it should all be a part of our desire to be holy. And there's no room in the Bible for God's people to view sin lightly, and yet we struggle to live a set-apart life. And so if you're striving for holiness, remember, God doesn't expect perfection. He expects surrender. And so mom and dad, do your children see you striving to live a life that would please God? Or did they see you doing your best to blend in? And right now we've got a choice to make, and I'm going to encourage you to choose 
holiness. The Bible says in 1 Peter 1.15, for the scriptures say, you must be holy because I am holy. And that's a good thing for us to remember today. This is a great time for us to be studying uh, what it means to live a set-apart life. And for the month of December at MomStrong International, another really great way for you to support this ministry is to become a member of MomStrong International. We're going to be studying Advent and the fact that we can have hope, not because of anything that we've done, not because of anything that the government could ever do, but because we are children of the living God. And the Bible says that hope has come in the work and person of the Lord Jesus Christ. So what an amazing time of year to be recommitting ourselves to living a life of holiness, to saying, Lord, we want to be like you are. Show us how to live our lives, how to walk this thing out in the middle of all these mandates of the tyranny, of the suffering that we see around us. What does it look like? to live a set-apart life. So uh, that was a little bit of a devotional from the upcoming release of my brand new book, The One Year Devotional for Moms. I can't wait for you guys to read it. And uh, pretty soon we're going to give you a chance to pre-order it. So uh, fasten your seatbelt. It's going to be an amazing opportunity for you to be in the Word of God with me every single day. All right, you guys, let's switch to the headlines for a minute because as you know, uh, things are moving fast and furious in the world around us right now. I think it's fascinating that California's rate of the Rona spreading is now twice that of Florida. Why is that fascinating? Because Florida isn't doing the mask insanity or the lockdowns or these crushing vaccine mandates, and yet they have a lower rate of COVID than California does. So I think that's fantastic. And it kind of shows what we've been saying all along. Uh, This is garbage. It's garbage the way the governors are treating this. It's absolutely garbage what's coming down from the Biden administration. I saw Candace Owens get on a Facebook Live a couple days ago and just ask people a very simple question. When are we going to wake up? When are we going to wake up and realize that what's happening around us is a deliberate global attempt to cripple the United States economically, to cripple us uh, socially, right? To turn us against each other. We've got to be very, very careful. And in fact, the Bible teaches us about this, right? We know that Satan only comes to kill and steal and destroy. And yet what are we allowing to have happen in our country? What are we allowing to have happen in our churches? Now we're dividing people between vaccinated and unvaccinated. You know, uh, the Biden administration pushing this uh, spirit of fear, continuing to try and scare the American public into taking a vaccine, uh, basically what is still in an experimental phase. Uh, this vaccine now, we've, we're watching it have devastating effects on young children. I do not understand why the government is not talking about natural immunity. Why is the government not talking about this? Uh, natural immunity, far better than any kind of immunity that we could ever get from a vaccine. So, right, even the CDC hasn't taken off the actual science of why you don't get a measles vaccine once you've had the measles. And like I've said before, I had chickenpox and I got the, I don't need the chickenpox vaccine. Why? Because I have natural immunity, durable lifetime immunity. This is what you get when your body produces antibodies after you've had a virus or an illness. And really, uh, you never know when something is going to, to come on you, like what has happened in the United States. And I read an article a couple of days ago that was written by Dennis Prager. 
and I follow Dennis. I hope you guys will too. He wrote this. He said, you never know when something you say will go viral. It's happened a number of times in my career, the latest being comments I made on a national radio talk show a few weeks ago when I had COVID-19. I said, I hoped that I would attain natural immunity. Since science, evidence, for example, in a major study from Israel, one of the most pro-vaccine and highly vaccinated societies in the world, strongly suggests that natural immunity provides a more robust and durable protection against COVID-19 than the current COVID-19 vaccines have proven to provide. Specifically, Dennis went on to say, I said that I had hugged and taken photos with thousands of people from the beginning of the pandemic. I had two reasons for doing this. One, I decided very early I would not live my life in fear and instead live normally. Thank you, Dennis. Heidi St. John has done the same thing. And two, if I did get the virus, I had confidence that the prophylactic therapeutics and nutrients I'd been taking for more than a year, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, zinc, mega doses of vitamin D, vitamin C, and selenium, and a monoclonal antibody infusion once I tested positive for the Rona would protect me from serious consequences. More importantly, I repeatedly said from the beginning of 2020 that I chose to live normally, not hide inside my house. As much as I want to live a long life, I have always believed that the purpose of life is to live fully, not necessarily long. Of course, I would want that too, just not at the expense of normal living. Dennis talked about his experience with the Rona, uh, chills and fever, a cough and fatigue for about a week, loss of taste for a day. He missed three days of radio, uh, but did not miss a speech. He said he flew from California to Florida to deliver five days, a speech five days after testing negative. So from CNN to the Washington Post, he was mocked by much of the national mainstream media. Needless to say, not one of them bothered to interview him or invite him to respond either in writing or in person. This is how things now work in America. The media attacks and mocks people with whom they differ, but offer no opportunity for the attacked party to respond. And you guys, I got to say in my uh, my run for Congress, this is exactly uh, how it is. He's completely right. Why are we not talking about natural immunity? Why, are, why is the NIH not pushing this? I watched uh, with a fair degree of fascination, Senator Rand Paul talking to uh, the NIH director about the study of natural immunity. And they're, they're just basically ignoring the science on this. They're absolutely ignoring the fact that natural immunity is proven to be much, much better than any vaccine will ever be. And so we're not talking about the millions and millions of Americans who have already contracted COVID and now have the antibodies. Instead, these people are losing their jobs because they don't want to get an experimental vaccine on top of their already immune system. So it makes absolutely no sense at all. And I'm just going to encourage you guys, stop listening to the mainstream media and trust that the body God gave you is doing its job. You know, why in the world we are following the medical community so blindly is beyond me. God-given immunity is far superior to man-made immunity. And this is absolutely an incredible time in the history of our country and an incredible time for medicine. The CDC has completely discredited itself. I no longer trust them. I don't trust the NIH. I don't trust our government as far as I could throw it. And uh, I'm not vaccinated. I've got no plans to get vaccinated. Why? Because I've already had the Rona. I don't need the vaccine. And so again, you guys, I'm going to encourage you when you talk to people about this, this is not about a vaccine. This is about 
freedom. And what you see coming from the government right now in mega doses is propaganda and coercion. And this is wrong on a hundred different levels. So I know a lot of you listening to this right now are frustrated because people that you love are being forced out of their jobs for absolutely nothing. And you have to wonder, you know, where is this all, where is this all coming from? It's hard for me to imagine this going any worse than it's already going. And now we're seeing the Surgeon General absolutely refusing the Surgeon General of the United States. I don't know if you guys are watching what's going on, but this guy is saying that the Biden administration has not ruled out extending the Rona vaccine mandate for private businesses to employers with fewer than 100 workers. And I know people who uh, are never even really out of their homes. They work from homes and they're from their own home and they're being fired. So these people are persisting. They're like a disease in our society. Socialists don't sleep and they're going to stop at night nothing until they get exactly what they want. They'll tell any lie. They'll, uh, they'll, they'll target your children if they need to. We've seen this before. And I agree with Candace Owens. We need to wake up. On November 4th, the Department of Labor published its emergency temporary standard rule. You guys, are you guys starting to see the pattern? Emergency quote temporary. Uh, there's nothing temporary about this. We're going on two years of this garbage now. Two years. Just let that sit. And now they're stipulating that businesses with 100 or more workers mandate vaccinations or weekly COVID-19 testing as well as mask wearing for those who aren't vaccinated. Fines could reach the tens of thousands of dollars per violation. So basically, they're going to put you out of business unless you force people to get an injection against their will. This is wrong. And uh, so I'm watching very, very carefully Uh, What's happening since ADF in conjunction with the Homeschool Legal Defense Association, the Daily Wire, the American Family Association, and several other uh, organizations have appealed to the U.S. appeals court and they in turn temporarily blocked the vaccine mandate. Although, you know, a few days ago, White House officials said that they're going to defend it in court. Why? Because they want to tell you what you can and cannot inject into your own body. This is an incredible time. Uh, in the United States. And I continue to pray that we will uh, start to wake up and stand against this because it's dangerous what's happening in our country right now. It's dangerous what uh, what's happening at our at our borders. So many things. Uh, the Biden administration, by the way, if you're not following this, is sending notices now to tens of thousands of illegal immigrants who've gotten inside of the United States illegally. And so they're going to send them a letter. That's going to cost you some money, by the way. So they have this crushing volume of illegals coming into the into the country right now under the Biden administration. What did he he do? He released hundreds of thousands of them without their official documents. And now he wants them to report to their local ICE office within 60 days. I like to see from a show of hands, how many of you guys think those people are going to show up? Right? I didn't think so. Uh, and so... This is happening because this disastrous policy that the Biden administration has at the border is absolutely going to crush uh, our our immigration system. And he knows it and they've waited too long and they knew that too. So follow these stories, you guys. Very, very important to follow what's happening. If we don't have a border, we don't have a nation. Our national sovereignty absolutely depends on whether or not we can defend our own borders. And I've traveled overseas, you know, many times in my lifetime. And I promise you, there's no 
there's not a country in the world that would put up with this. France wouldn't put up with it. England won't put up with it. Africa won't put up with it. Ethiopia won't put up with it. Iceland won't put up with it. Nobody's going to put up with it except for they're expecting us to do that here. And we need to be very, very careful. Also, I'm going to encourage you guys, watch what's happening with the Democrats' budget bill. The Congressional Budget Office has released a statement just yesterday detailing its progress on scoring their controversial $1.75 trillion budget bill. You guys... Uh, We don't have the money for this. The Democrats are going to make sure that this country is broke. That's why we're calling this Build Back Broke instead of Build Back Better. This bill is garbage from start to finish. All it is is an entitlement wish wish list for progressives. We are $29 trillion in debt right now, you guys. Where is the sanity in this? This is just a tax and spend socialist wish list. That's what we're up against right now. Keep calling your senators, keep calling your congressmen uh, and your congresswomen and say, listen, this is not okay. And we need to make sure that these politicians' careers never see the light of day again. And in the midst of all of this, I'm going to end where I started today. In the midst of all of it, no matter how frustrated we are, no matter how, uh, and I'm talking to myself right now because I've been pretty frustrated on Facebook lately, right? It's maddening. We are still called to pursue holiness. We should still be a set apart people. That doesn't mean that we can't uh, put our fighting boots on and get out onto the field and fight this thing. It means that we remember at the end of the day who we serve and who we represent. I want to thank you guys again so much for your support of this ministry. It means more to us than you could possibly imagine. If you are interested in supporting the Heidi St. John podcast, I will link back to how you can do that in the show notes today. And uh, consider giving maybe a year-end donation to Firmly Planted Family. Please send us your cards and letters, and you can send those to us at Firmly Planted Family, the Heidi St. John podcast, care of 11100, Northeast 34th Circle, Vancouver, Washington, 986. Have a great day, everybody. And uh, I want to encourage you to go and listen to America's Town Hall. You should be able to listen to this today. I'll link back to it in the show notes today. I have a guest on and we're talking about election integrity. You're not going to want to miss it. That's today's episode of America's Town Hall. Have a great day, everybody. And I will see you back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at momstronginternational.com.